At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. you that can summon up fire without flint or tinder? I am an enchanter. By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim. Previously on Strange Familiars. So what what did the coroner say? Um death by accident, reason animal. <laughs> Case closed, nothing to see here. I'm not kidding. That's what but they said. I, I in in my medical file, you'll like this. Next to, you know, all my other issues, we got uh, you know, MS and and whatever else. Um micropene. Sorry. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Hey guys, what's up? It's Clint. Nice to have you here. For the new ones, welcome. Pretty easy setup tonight. I've got Tim Renner, good buddy from the Strange Familiars pod, on with me talking about weird things in the woods. If you have not yet heard Strange Familiars, then I should tell you that it is a podcast inspired by this very podcast fact you're missing out you're doing it wrong if you haven't checked out strange familiars i've been on there several times some really good stuff tim and i have got a really cool rapport and we've had some pretty bizarre things happen to us whenever we have recorded together anyway this is he and i talking about some weird stuff in the woods if you want to hear the rest of this conversation, pop over there to the Strange Familiars feed. Check out Hollering About Cougar Hollow. Now, I introduce to you the Enchanter. Greetings, Tim the Enchanter. Greetings! You seek the Holy Grail. That is our quest. You know much that is hidden, though, Tim. Quite. Yes, we're, we're looking for the Holy Grail. Our quest is to find the Holy Grail. And so we're, we're, we're looking for it. Yes, we yeah, are. Yeah, we, are. Yeah. we have been for some time. Ages. Mm. Uh, so uh, anything that you could do to, uh, to help would be very helpful. Look, can you tell us what it is? Fine. Um, I don't want to waste any more of your time, but uh, I don't suppose you could uh, tell us where we might find a, um, find a, uh, a, um, a, uh... A what? A, 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 a... a grail? Yes, I think so. Yes. Yes. Yes! Yes, I can help you find the holy grail. Oh, thank you. Back! Oh! 
only if ye be men of valor. For the entrance to this cave is guarded by a creature so foul, so cruel, that no man yet has fought with it and lived. Bones of full fifty men lie strewn about its lair. So, brave knights, if you do doubt your courage, all your strength come no further, for death awaits you all with nasty, big, pointy teeth. What an eccentric performance. I wish that I was sitting in front of my board at the Savage Studio and we would start by answering phone calls because that is always my favorite thing to do with you. <clears throat> well, I get so many people that request that we, we continue to do that. Uh, we'll have to Man, figure out that a way. was some nutty stuff, dude. Yeah. Right? Like, we tapped into some gold there, which I have often figured out that if people are calling a radio station in the middle of the night, they're worth talking to. One yeah, way or the that, other. They're, that they're, one woman who, who grew up in my neighborhood? Right. Like, what are the freaking chances of that? Like, just randomly picks up the phone, was from my neighborhood. It was very bizarre. Yeah. I think, I think that's why Allison is terrified of me <laughs> in the long run. She usually would join these wanting to get the gossip of the radio people. <laughs> So, since this is my podcast, yeah. I'll go ahead and say it right now. I was having the conversation the other night. So, Tim from Strange Familiars is with us. And Tim, um, unlike this podcast, continues to podcast on a regular basis and is one of my favorite people to talk to because he goes to weird places and weird things happen to him. And I have it on a th high authority that it is not his wife pretending to be the voices in the woods. <laughs> no, she will not come out at night. Uh, I bet you she won't. Okay. I bet you she won't. So I have in my possession a phone call with you that is one of the most fascinating things I've ever done. And at the time, you're like, oh, no, no, don't, don't, don't release that. I'm going to release that for my – I'm going to tell that story on my podcast. Now that that's been like two or three years ago, you should let me run some of that because it's really good. You're, yeah, yeah. Is that the reason I didn't want it released? Just that I hadn't done it yet? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Huh. It was because I recorded our phone call. I just told you I was rolling tape on it just because okay. you have to. I mean, I'd let you hear it. I'm just saying. Yeah. This dude right here, like, he gets in the weirdest situations. And I mean weird. Well. Like, well, you take it to a different level of weirdness. You know, um, one of the major reasons I started doing that. The weird stuff? Going to these places and running running a recorder. Oh, because of Clint? Yeah, because of a little little podcast called OK Talk. And one day I stumbled on this episode called Devil's Creek, an American horror story. And I went, that needs to happen more. That needs to happen more. And why aren't other podcasts doing this? Because this needs to happen. Right. And I thought, I got to do it. I got to do it. So that was a major inspiration for, for me to start going out and doing that. Uh, it is true. I remember the first time that I talked to you on the phone and you told me, you may not remember this, but I sent you uh, like a, an email. Yeah, yeah. About, yeah. And uh, I still have the email, by the way. I saw it yesterday because I was looking for some stuff with us. And, uh, no, that's again, like I said on yours, that the text messages that I got from you after releasing the first Cougar Hollow thing were some of the, uh, that's the best brag. And, um, you're a person that number one, you get the art of the producing of the podcast. You're very much like me and that you're anal about the way that it comes out, the way that it is delivered, the way the, all of it. And, um, so anytime you're saying something that's super kind of you, I've, I've always held that at the top of my trophy case that I got strange familiars going in some form or fashion. That's yeah, really, I mean, really that's, appreciate it. Those, now but I, it can't, is. I can't do an on-site episode, you know, every week. So, you know, we, we have people to come and interview, but, uh, that's really what, like what I wanted to do. 
It's like, let, let's get out there and put boots on the ground, go to places and roll tape and see what happens. And uh, they're my favorite shows to do. I, I, I like interviewing people. I like getting other people's stories are great. But uh, I like being out there. Those are absolutely my favorite things, uh, as scary as it can be sometimes. Right. And honestly, people have no idea that when you actually roll tape, you know, um, you'd be surprised at what ends up on that tape. Mm -hmm. I think that shocks a lot of people that there's obviously sounds coming from the other side of the veil on a, on a regular basis. I feel like, um, we're, you know, my buddy Tobe from, from strange brow podcast, he, he said as regards to video and, and audio. And I think he, like I, I quote him all the time. Cause I, I think it's such a, a, a nice way to put it. He says regards to this, this, you know, this other stuff, as I call it the other, he said, it's, it's, it's like we have permission to record audio, but we do not have permission to film. And that's, right. that's why the film often comes out, you know, people try to film stuff and it, it's always inconclusive or blurry or messed up in some way. And, and I'm not saying we never get good film, but uh, it does seem to be the case. I mean, you know, how many good pieces of film have you heard or seen rather versus how many awesome pieces of audio have you heard? Right. So you just reminded me of something that I have to show you while I'm thinking of it. Because I, you know, in that last Cougar Hollow, I mentioned that I pulled out the notebook that I took with me then. Mm -hmm. And this notebook, I'm one of those dudes that, you know, will write down random things and go back and find them many a year later. So this is when you and I were talking about uh, collaborating. And I found, and I totally forgot that we own this Gmail, sir. Oh, wow. Yeah. The other podcast. Uh, yeah. So that, I mean, the freaking, like the Gmail and the password and everything is on here. <laughs> I thought that was great. And I think when we were talking about it, bouncing around names, pretty sure that's where this came from because I cannot understand another reason why I would have wrote this in this notebook, but I thought this was effing genius. I'm trying to figure that one out. Okay, so you see six? Mm-hmm. Over eight? Overweight? Overweight? Oh. <laughs> I don't know why. It's horrible, I guess. I don't know. I mean, again, this is the madness of the Michael Savage. There, there's several pages, though, with mentions of the other. And, you know... Can I just go ahead and brag about one other thing that you are, that I thought was like, I mean, it took my, kind of took my breath away, Tim, was when you sent me the, uh, the patch for the Lechuza. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude, I have got to find whatever it is in me that inspired you to do art like that, because <laughs> I'm good at. Yeah, that's, um, that's one of the, the probably lesser known but uh cooler okay talk episodes i think you know like people always go to devil's creek which is great like great great episode i think these cougar hollow episodes are going to be right up there with devil's creek honestly and people's people's uh top 10 for uh for okay talk but that uh and i don't remember the name of that episode where you told that story yeah i think it's uh just the owl witch lechuza oh. which that's my um business partner and best bud mm -hmm. josh that's telling that story in there with me and yeah it was great story. really good yeah great story. Um, one of my favorites yeah i there's some there's some hidden gold in there somewhere along the lines it's just the fact that i make it into a whole maze because i don't you know i come from the radio station with whom i was the most associated with the whole bit was that we, we won't we're not trying to catch you up you got to catch up Right. Like we're not going to sit around and explain everything to you, mm -hmm. which which gives a, an incentive to the chase of the knowledge. It. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and also a little bit more reward. And then when they figure something out, then they feel like they sort of have a little bit of an ownership over it. Mm -hmm. 
and yeah. that's really all it is. Um, but I'm sure it's driven so many people away. I can't even imagine. But again, that's not what it's about. But so Tim is like, he's always in some weird business. And um, do you want to specifically talk about what? Did, what do you call this place? Gazoo's Woods. Gazoo and Gazoo is. Gazoo is a the little green man that appeared to Fred Flintstone in the later episodes of the Flintstones. And he was when uh, you start taking acid? Pretty much. Right. But I think they did a Simpsons episode about it, or I think it was the Simpsons, about it basically jumping the shark when these you know, when Flintstones Fred jumped started the, tripping out. Jumped the shark when, when the when Gazoo shows up. Because he's a He's a sort of trickster figure. He he, you know, he grants wishes, but there's always a twist to it, you know. And uh, yeah, that's deep stuff in Flintstones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Voiced by Harvey Corman. I just really enjoy when Ricky Gervais is telling Carl Pilkington that everything in life did, he gets comes from the Flintstones. You know that they mixed concrete in the pelican's mouth. <laughs> just that line always kills me. That he really thinks that that's what they did in caveman days. He's like. <laughs> You know, that was wearing them cave pants. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't have cave pants. <laughs> yeah, so tell me about Gazoo, how you found it. Yeah, man. What you did when you get there. So, I haven't been given the name of this place out because I don't want it overrun. So, that's a code name. Yeah, it's in, obviously. It, it's in Maryland. It's about 20 minutes south of me. I'm in southern Pennsylvania. And... uh I read about it on a BFRO report and I will say, you know, people can probably figure out where it is by me talking about it. If you do figure it out, you need permission to go there. It's not like you're not allowed to go there. You just have to get permission, um, get, get the permission if you go there and be gentle, you know, with it. Cause it is a, a sort of a preserve. It's a, a, a sort of a nature preserve and, uh, don't, don't leave a bunch of junk there. And it's not, way out in the middle of nowhere. So there's people that are around there. So don't be out there howling and and screaming and and, uh, beating on trees and stuff. You know, be be respectful of the people who uh, live around there. Or else the little green men will get you. Exactly. So I I read about this. This is like 2016. I read this BFRO report and I was like, I'm going there. I'm going to this place and just check it out. So I, I go down there one day and it's a, it's a fairly open woods. I mean, it's not like, you know, some of the places we go are way out and the, the woods are not manicured at all. They're, they're very closed in and you can't see, <coughs> you can't see around you. You can't see, you know, stuff coming up on you or anything. These are open woods. You can see a good way in the woods during the day. Uh, I looked around. The first weird thing that happened that day is I saw a melanistic fox. I saw it twice. Black fox. Never seen one before or since absolutely beautiful um so that melanistic huh yeah yeah so pure black fox saw it right when i got out of my jeep and then uh took a little hike around and then saw it later uh once more as i was heading up to this this trail so i I get on this trail that goes through this part of the woods that that we call gazoo's woods i hike by myself all the time i am not afraid to hike by myself it's not a big deal but I got up in this in this area and I just got the creepiest feeling. I just got I got started getting creeped out. So I took my cell phone out and I just started taking pictures. I just turned it around, just firing off pictures in it, like all around me. Just just taking pictures, taking pictures, taking pictures. Go up to the cemetery. Well, I follow the trail up and it goes to a cemetery. I didn't know it went to a cemetery. So it, it come, pops out of the woods and here's this cemetery, surrounded on three sides by woods. Well, this is kind of cool. So I'm looking around, and on three sides of this cemetery, the three sides that are of woods, right inside the wood line, facing the cemetery, like they're set up like little guardians, are stuffed animals. There's one. I'm going to get pretty woo here, so hang on, hang on to your hats, people. Uh, you can you can drop in the the woo sound effect if you'd like. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. You, 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 I mean, the Ric, the, the Ric Flair woo. Oh yeah, that's right. The woo. <laughs> that's what, man. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, this is gets pretty woo. So 
It's on uh, the three. Go for it. On the three sides. So there's there's a gorilla, a black gorilla, and I immediately looked at this with wonder because uh, I had bought the same stuffed animal for my daughter when she was very young as a Valentine's Day gift. Huh. The only difference was this gorilla was wearing boxer shorts that had peppers on them. The one I got my daughter had hearts on it. Now, this my daughter's 16 at this point. So I bought her that stuffed animal probably when she was five, maybe, you know? So yeah. it wasn't, you know, new. Uh, but I recognized it. I was like, oh, that's weird. That's the same one I got first. The, the, on the other side was a walrus, uh, which I have no connection to. A stuffed animal of a walrus. Just, and then... The third side had uh, Barney the Purple Dinosaur was was the stuffed animal that was there. Took pictures. Uh, that's kind of creepy, but, you know, whatever. I don't know. And then uh, hiked, I think I hiked around a little bit more that day and went home. But I'm going through those pictures, and I see something funny in one. And I sent you this picture. And it to me, it looks like a guy wearing, a, like, a green helmet or something. You said it looks like a samurai. Well... But, I was looking at it as if I was looking at a person on the other side of the, uh, almost like on the other side of the tree. Like yeah. you were looking. Yeah. yeah. But I saw what I interpret to be like a green helmet, maybe. I don't know. And I, I just said, oh, he looks like he's wearing Gazoo's helmet. So I just started calling him Gazoo, jokingly. Now, I didn't show this to anybody but like two or three of my friends for years. I just thought, this is too weird. I you know I showed Allison that night and this is when Allison was at her most skeptical. She has since kind of um, softened on the on the skepticism. Also. Really? Yeah, I mean she's she's skeptical, but she's. I, I give it for instance. We were doing a, a paranormal convention and some guy w- walked up with a story of of seeing a, a little hairy creature. He saw it twice in his life and he was very very upset and just wanted to tell me. Basically wanted to tell me the story and and he walked away with one of these moments and Allison just looked at me and she said uh, i don't know what he saw but he saw something so that's the kind of skepticism i'm 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 looking for like okay let's that's that's an acceptable level of skepticism to me if you're going long if you acknowledge he had a real experience don't know what it was i'm willing to accept that okay but, i see what you're saying now with the with the helmet you we're seeing the same dude it's just yeah yeah but back back then back in 2016 allison was very much skeptical and not buying any of it. And, and basically you're all crazy. All you, you know, you're all nuts. And I showed her this picture. I said, look, I was in the woods today. I took this picture and I remember she said, somebody was following you. That's what she said. So like very, that like, that's nothing. That's pareidolia and blah, blah, blah. No, she's like, somebody was following you. And, uh, so that was that. And I didn't go back there for a while. I think I went back hiking there with my son a couple of times. I don't remember if we saw more stuffed animals or if the same ones were there, it just, you know, it, it, it was kind of not so much on my radar. In the meantime, um, I start doing the podcast and, you know, going to all these places. And one of these places we go, uh, a witness took me there is in a, a forest in Pennsylvania um, called Michaud Forest. And he had several encounters at a place there called Harry Springs, H-A-I-R-Y cannot figure out why it's called Harry Springs but he had had Bigfoot encounters there and we went there and had quite a strange night with him and and have had several since then but one of the things we saw there at the trailhead was a bunch of like three or four stuffed animals which were all dirty and beaten up and this is out in the middle of nowhere this is like nowhere like there's nothing around here deep in the forest in a hollow that really nobody goes to and uh the odd thing about those is one of them was a monkey it was more like a sock monkey it wasn't the same kind of gorilla that we i found in the cemetery but one of them was a pony and i recognized it immediately when i saw it because it was another stuffed animal i bought for my daughter and it was her favorite one we bought it for when she was like three i think and it that was her favorite stuffed animal of all time, and I immediately recognized it. I was like, that's that's Pony. Really bizarre. Uh, but did mm-hmm. not connect this to the Gazoo's Wood stuff at all. I'm just like, okay, that's weird. There's stuffed animals there. More time goes on. We I was hiking with my buddy Chad one day, and, and we were near this Gazoo's Woods place. 
and uh, we had done one hike and we wanted to, to kind of extend the day. I said, hey, let's go over to this place. I'll show you this place. It's not really, you know, he likes going way out in the woods. This wasn't, you know, like I said, it's, it's you know, it's kind of a park. It's, it's, it's a, a, a manicured area. You know, it's not w super wild. Mm -hmm. I, I said, let's, let's go to this place. So we go there and I'm doing the same hike that I did the first time I went. So I, I parked in this lower area and we're hiking up through the woods to get to this cemetery. And I'm telling him like, you know what? There was there was stuffed animals there, just like we found at Harry Springs. And then it starts clicking like, that's weird. We're finding these stuffed animals. That's kind of weird. So we we get up to the woods, and there's a a guy parked in the cemetery, and he's walking his dog. And we just said we didn't want to scare him and like pop out of the woods and you know, like here's here's two weird dudes popping out of the woods. So we just kind of sat back in the woods, and we're watching him walk his dog. He's got a little pug. He's walking. And he walks him for about 10 minutes or something, gets back in his truck, drives away. We go in the cemetery and we're looking around. We're looking for stuffed animals. Because I told him these stories. And at first I don't see any. None at all. We're looking all around. And it's like, oh, they're gone. They're not even the remains of them are there. We did find right by a tree on the edge of the cemetery, like a little offering area someone had set up. It had oyster shells and coins in them. So this is obviously someone's doing a little ritual or a little offering or, or something there at the cemetery which I thought was interesting. But then we poke around a little bit more and I go a little bit further in the woods. So before the stuffed animals were like within five feet of the wood line, you could easily see them from the cemetery. So now I'm, I'm back about, you know, 20 yards into the woods. And I said, Whoa, dude, there's a stuffed animal here. And I called Chad over and he comes over and he's, he just starts laughing. He's like, dude, I'm like, what? He's like, that's a pug whoa it was a pug it was like a and it was in brand new condition and it even had a a, a red bandana around its neck the guys who was walking his his dog his pug had a red bandana around its neck it was so weird so completely weird and then we walked to the the, the entrance of the cemetery where i'd ne i'd never really looked for stuffed animals there before and right by a stump at the entrance was the remains of another stuffed animal it was all torn up and and like beat up and dirty but it was that same damn pony, the one my daughter has and the one we saw in Harry Springs. You know, I'm, I'm not saying the exact same one. I'm saying, but it was the same style. Same, same, same one, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's just weird, man. That's really weird. So we kind of like put those experiences. Can I, can I, can I interject something? Oh, here? yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the first time that I went to Devil's Creek. Mm-hmm. There was a, a place on, like, on the property, pretty, I mean, pretty close to the house. And we had left and come back and at night, and there was a bunny rabbit. And I have the picture of this. There's a bunny rabbit and um, all these oyster shells, and the oysters had metal in them. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember you saying that. It was like it was at like a bush or something, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, geez, that's like I can't even remember if we mentioned that because that was like right away, really early, really, really early. So like a stuffed animal, like lots funny. of little pieces of metal, like uh, the piece of the light bulb that's the connector, mm. right? Right. Like, right. Yeah. Um, and and it was just like a almost like a plate of. <laughs> Oyster shells. Oh, anyway, that's... I just wanted to mention that because that weirded me out with you saying that. No, that oysters. gave me chills. That gave me chills. Yeah, it's creepy. So, some time goes by, and we'd never been out there at night. And uh, usually once a week, once every other week, you know, Chad and I will just be like, let's go somewhere and see what happens. You know, so uh, we've been working on a, a thing in Gettysburg, um, long term thing that, that for mis mostly through COVID, we went there because we were trying to get uh, enough stories and enough um, audio you know, footage and stuff that, that uh, we can make something out of it. And that, that will be Strange Familiars episode 300. Uh, that's, nice. That, yeah, that, that long-term project we were working on. So we hadn't really been too many other places. We did a, a couple things here and there. But uh, the other night, this is just a couple weeks ago, he says, where do you want to go? And we were literally 
in his truck. He he picked me up. We were pulling out onto the road from my house. He says, where do you want to go? And we talked about a couple of different places. And I said, Kazoo's Woods. We've never been there at night. And he said, let's do it. So it was literally on a whim that night. We just, let's go. So we drove there and parked at the cemetery this time. And as soon as we got out, it was bonkers. Like, as soon as we got out. I, Chad does not, like, he does not get spooked easily at all. When we were at Pandemonium, that story I told you, he was the one who was, like, holding it together. I was, I was like, this is bad. We got to get out, dude. This is, and he was like, nope, we're going to stay. You'll be all right. Like, we're good. We're just going to wait this out. And uh, so he, he's good at keeping me calm, and he's, he doesn't spook easily. And as soon as he got out of the truck, he says, this is weird. There's something, this is weird. Something weird here. This is like, I feel weird. Mm-hmm. And we started hearing stuff all around us. Again, these woods are open. With our headlamps, we could see 30 yards into the woods. And we would hear crack. And it would seem like it was right there, right in front of us. Bam, headlight on, nothing. And this kept on noises all around us. I mean, it just sounded like all around us. We go into the cemetery, shining my uh, my headlamp down in the woods towards the area we call Gazoo's Woods. I shine immediately. I said, look at that. I shine. Off we go. We start heading down towards it. Chad said it looked to him like it just kind of backed away and faded out. Um, it, he, that's the way he described it. I did not see it do that. I'm Like it took a step back and disappeared? Yeah. Yep. Oh. So we get there. Chad's Bring already... Already, okay. like, this is something weird that's going on. And we're hearing stuff. We're hearing stuff all around us. And uh, hitting our headlamps on. We can see 30 yards in the woods. We hear something right beside us. Light going, nothing. Don't see a thing. We followed that eye shine down into the woods. And uh, I got started getting a little weird because I could hear stuff come up on either side of us. And sound like it closed in behind us. And uh, I was like, man, I don't... I'm getting getting twitchy about this. So we went back to the cemetery. Uh, some of the sounds I sent you. Uh, did yeah, you, you tell me which one. Um, yeah, did you hear that one was the uh, the first thing that, that Chad said to me? Did you hear that? And I could hear it. I mean, I could play it from here, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you heard that audibly? I did not. Chad said, I keep hearing something that's going doot, 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 doot. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then when I when I got the, I'm editing it, I say tape, you say tape too. <laughs> I got the digital audio file uh, and I'm editing. Like, when y'all are doing that, are you, what are, what, what are you doing? Do you carry the recorder? Do you set it down? Do you? What Some, do you do? Sometimes we do both. Like if if we're gonna be overnighting, I'll stick a couple recorders out around different places and just let them go. And then I'll, I usually have one on my person. This night I was just holding one, just holding a recorder in my hands. So we have a. Do you listen to the whole file or do you look at it? No, I listen to it. So it's a Tascam DR05X. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's captured some Wookie sounds that I may have generated. <laughs> So, um, come back up to the cemetery that he, he says, did you hear that? And then that, that thing he says, it's going doot, doot, doot. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't hear that. And my eyes, my ears, my eyes are worse than Chad's. My ears are better than his. So I'm, I'm usually hearing stuff that he's not for the, whatever reason this night he kept saying that. And when I went back to listen to the, to the recordings we made, it was there. So that sound kind of has almost like a musical thing. You can hear it kind of go doot, doot, doot. Yeah, we'll play it again. It's weird. It also sounds kind of crunchy. Yeah. Well, some of that is there's there was other sounds going on, and I didn't treat those. The only thing I did was uh, pulled the static out of those a little bit so you could hear the sounds better. So they're not there's no effects on that. There's no equalization. It's just that's what they are. Um, yeah. I just killed some of the noise. Do you do you do the noise reduction and you don't have Adobe, but whatever program does it have like the actual 
you, like you, where you take the noise clip mm-hmm. that you want to get rid of if it yeah. was wind whatever yeah yeah and it has a thing where it learns so-called learns the noise but then you have to kind of tweak it from there so it doesn't take too much away mm-hmm. um and then you know did you hear that too is is another one where he said did you hear that That's the one that really. That's the surround sound, man. So the swirl is that wind? No, Mm-mm. I, I, that's. It, just, it literally sounds like it's like running around you. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's, that's so spooky, man. I've heard that one time, and um, that 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 sort of thing is very eerie. Well, that one starts out; it almost sounds like a bark. There were no dogs. We so when we're out recording, when we hear a sound, we always say, "Did that you hear that? that? That was a fox. Did you hear that coyote? Did you hear that? That was a dog barking." So when I go back to edit it, I know what's going on, right? Or if it's something we don't know what it is, we'll just say, hey, don't know what that was. Did you hear that? That's so I can find it easier when when we edit. We do that as a habit. If there was dogs... Are you saying anything or are you all just sitting there? We were just kind of hanging out and and kind of walking around. Basically, we were trying to figure out where these crunching sounds were coming from. You know, how they could get so close to us and and we not see anything. Uh, Because they were literally all around us. Like, all sides of us. And... You know, it sounded like we were paced out of the woods when we came back from the thing, and we're, we're just shooting our lights. And again, open woods, we can see 30 yards into them. Nothing. We're not seeing a thing other than that, that eye shine we saw. So there was no dogs that we could hear. So I know people hear that one. The beginning of that one sounds like a dog, that first sound. But that second sound on that clip, I don't I think that sounds like a vo- Like I hear a voice coming in and out. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's a dog. Uh, I, I mean, I really hear like what sounds like either a young, like a a younger person or a female going like, what, what, like in and out, mm-hmm. sort of trying to speak to you through the tornado or something. <laughs> and uh, the the third, did you hear that clip? Is uh, Chad said to me, I, I'm hearing like turkeys or chickens, but they sound weird. And I again, I didn't hear this until I went back on the recording and then picked it up. It does sound like some kind of bird. Uh, somebody did contact me after I played those on Strange Familiars, and they said they mentioned some kind of weird bird that it could have been that is sometimes in Maryland. I forget what it was, but this, I don't know. I don't know what it is. So, so this may be natural, but it was there. Like Chad said, I heard a bird, and, and you can kind of hear. Is that weird cry or did you hear that three? Did you hear that three? Okay. 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 You can kind of hear their their high pitch. A little bit more. See what I hear that that yip 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 yip. That's mm-hmm. what coyotes will sound like sometimes when they get all packed up. Yeah. That's why I asked you earlier it, if you do if that's now it could have been. It could it, it could but, have been but see the thing is is that I think a lot of the times you can hear deeper stuff. I've captured some things where it sounded like something else was in the middle of all that. Yeah. Well we definitely had we had two owls going. We had a great horned and a uh, barred owl, I think, going. Now barred owls no other owls will stay around if you hear if they hear a great horned owl they're out of there because great horned owl yeah. kill kill them yeah so that was kind of unusual um you know i don't know the the file marked weird cross so that was one more we were still in the cemetery at this point and again chad heard this i did not hear it at the time he's like that was did you hear that that was really weird and i went back and and dug this out of the recording It's quick. Yeah, it's spooky quick. But, but it's there. Um, but keep that in mind. 
so at some point in the cemetery, I'm, I'm, we're hearing these sounds all around us, and I said, wait a minute. We're not, it's not going like clunk, clunk, like something's stepping. Not all of them. Some of them sounded like footsteps. But a lot of them were just, you could hear like one thing hit, just hit. And I, and I started listening more closely. And then sure enough, you could hear them coming through the leaves above us. It was stuff being thrown at us. You'd hear it coming through the leaves of the trees and, and landing. I said, there's stuff being thrown and they were hitting all around us. So Chad gets this idea. We had uh, met a witness at another cemetery across the river in Lancaster County uh, not too long before, and she had felt that she had been had a rock thrown at her, and she kept the rock, and she gave it to us. She said, this is for you. I want you to have this rock. So Chad says, I know what we're going to do. Let's leave this rock at, at that sort of gifting site where those oyster shells are. The oyster shells were still there, by the way. The coins were gone. Mm. Um. Couldn't find any stuffed animals that night, but it was night then. So he leaves that that rock there, that you know gifting site or whatever it is. And we decide, let's go around the other side. So we go down to the other side of these woods and walk up into them. So we, we, we drove down, parked, and walk up. And we get in there and we see eye shine again, red eye shine. Uh, not too many things have red eye shine. If you look it up, uh, some small animals do. These were not in no way small. Bears can have red eye shine, uh, but uh, depending on their diet. But I seriously doubt that's what this was. It did not act like a bear. So we're standing there, and I have it in my in my headlamp. This eye shine, and Chad moves further down the trail to to try to get a different angle, better look at it. And I lose it. I lose this eye shine. It's gone. Uh, Chad said he could still see it. So I don't know if this thing turned its head to look at Chad. And I, and you know, got out of my, my headlamp or what, but I lost it at this point. And now I'm just wondering where this thing is. I would estimate it's, I don't know, 50 yards away from us. Maybe. Um, Any guess on the height? I couldn't tell you. It was just red eye shine. He he saw it move down close to the ground, the eye shine, and come back up. Um, but th- there was nothing. It's just dark woods. There's nothing to, to compare height to. So uh, Chad says, and I, he shouldn't have phrased it this way. I, I told him I, later he shouldn't have phrased it this way. He says to the woods, I left you something. I left you something special up there at the cemetery. I would like something in return. Mm. This is on the recording. Immediately, what we get back is that file, that cry that says gift cry. It's like immediately. Dude, that is spooky. Did you hear that in real time? Oh, yeah. That one I heard. I was going to say, it's pretty loud. Yeah, that one I heard. And, and it was like, wow. So two things are going on here. One, I'm kind of freaked out because I can't see <laughs> where the eyes go went, you know. I, right. I would like to like to know where they were. Number right. two, I'm a little bit jealous that Chad got this reply. You know, like, I want the, the you know, the attention from the, the thing in the woods, too. So... I said, are you the one that leaves the stuffed animals? And Chad immediately turned to me and said, don't, you shouldn't have asked that. You should not have asked that. Like he got freaked out about that. So then I said, you know, some time passes and, and I, I said, I think Chad said in the middle there, do you want us in the woods? Like, let us know, make a sound if you want us gone and there's nothing just dead silence and the weird thing was like on the way home we talked about this we both got the impression because he said you know what he says it sounds weird but i got the impression like it was trying to make up its mind whether it wanted us there or not and Ooh. i said i got the exact same impression that's exactly what it was because it just went dead quiet 
And it's like it was trying to make up its mind to, to decide what to do with it. Anyway, I'm jealous. I'm jealous of, of that Chad got this reply. And I said, I want you to throw something at us. This is like what I said to the woods, to the darkness. I said, I want you to throw something at us. Do not hit us. But throw it and make it land near us. And oh, that's throw. That's throw. Ooh. Hit right beside us. You can hear how loud that was. That was right beside us uh, immediately after saying that. I don't know, two seconds or something, one second, whatever it was after after I said it, it just comes and hits right beside us. No, I couldn't see what it was. I was not looking for that. I was looking for those eyes. I wanted to find where those eyes were. So it didn't even occur to me to look and see what, what was thrown. Uh, but something was thrown and hit right beside us. And uh, pretty incredible. We we got the feeling that it was time to go. I don't know. You know, I think people were disappointed that we didn't stay longer, but it was time to go. And, uh, who could be disappointed? <laughs> you know, like really turned around and walking out. Now I had kind of followed Chad in. So he kind of led the way in. And then it's, it's like a, it's a, you know, a skinny trail. So we can't like walk side by side. So I was kind of leading the way out. Well, he had stopped to look behind us and I didn't know he had stopped. And I'm, I'm just kind of making my way out, kind of picking my way down the trail, trying not to trip. And all of a sudden he comes, you know, I hear him come up behind me with some speed and he said, yeah, those eyes followed us out. They're right behind us. I was like, Whoa, oh, great, really? great. But, uh, so we were done, got in the car, went home. And, uh, a couple of days later I got the itch to go back. Like, I want to see, if that stone's still there at the cemetery, I want to see if it left anything. I want to see if there's stuffed animals up there. I want to see what's going on. So I went by myself. This is my, after being in the hospital, uh, for OK Talk listeners, I had an MS attack in the spring, and I was in the hospital for a while. So this is my first solo hike I've been on since since being in the hospital. And I chose to go there, and I, I hiked up to Gazoo's Woods, um, but... I got to the place where, where we saw the eye shine and uh, right where I estimate the eye shine came from, you know, I can't be sure it was dark, but about where I estimate it was coming from was a tree structure built. It's like the right on the trail. So it's this, this tree is bent over a living tree, bent over, pinned down by a dead tree, made some, makes an arch over the trail. You had to like walk under that to go there. And it was, it was right there. So I, you know, tree structure i don't know but it was right where we saw the eye shine then i make my way up to the cemetery i'm looking around um saw the biggest wolf spider i'd ever seen in my life absolutely huge thought it was a small tarantula Uh, i thought it was a mouse at first i saw it in a hole i'm like what is that is that a mouse right by a grave it came up it was covered in baby wolf spiders just looks this look horrifying if you don't like spiders i don't i don't mind spiders but this one still got my attention i was like wow that's pretty creepy but I'm looking around. The stone was still there. The rock that, that you know, nothing had been moved. Nothing had been left at the, the oyster shells. But I went back in the woods uh, where we found that pug before, looking to see if it was still there because we couldn't find it at night. And I'm looking around. It, it had been moved from where we originally found it about, I don't know, 10, 20 yards um, to the right. And... This has not been that long. So when we found it, it was like like new condition. It looked like it was new right from the store. And it was laying there, and the eyes were torn out of it. It was mm. re- really creepy, just laying there on its side, eyes torn out. Uh, it had been moved. And I went out, and I looked for that the remains of that pony stuffed animal. That was still there. That was inexplicably under a – there's a wooden fence that surrounds the cemetery, under a fence rail, like kind of in the woods. Uh, shoved under a fence rail so you know i don't know if that means anything or not but uh that was our our adventure at gazoo's woods and yeah we're going back they have a they have a shelter you can stay at night so we're gonna we're gonna spend the night there and see what happens that's crazy man that's crazy good job good job now who complained do you want to call them out? Because that sounds like those are the people that need to be called out. Complain about which one I mean the, the ones that yeah complained about how long you stayed there. Can't believe you guys left so early. 
Uh, I'm just trying to remember. Like, like I, you know, everybody's an armchair quarterback, and like I would have stayed there all night. Sure, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Man, I would have. And then I would have heard a cell phone noise, and I would have run right for it. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me feed you a little of this audio. So this one was the one that I sent. I think maybe earlier. I'm just going through this documents folder here. See if uh, I labeled one of these El Cuco Eats. Which are correct. Uh, Ooh, where is that from? Yeah, that's that's from that night. Is that unedited? That second one? Like that's just uh-huh. how you found it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is so weird. Yeah. That. So, so what's that, the what's the context of that one? So all of this is happening around me while I'm standing outside by myself. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, it was just going on. It was like one of those moments where it just got really weird. Um, the crazy thing about that. That yeah noise, it, it pops up a lot in the audio. Really? In fact, um, in the first one, well, what I did with that episode today, that it's almost that it sounds like that same voice when he that was around him when he said, "I think I found him, Clint," mm-hmm. which is that like that I like looped a bunch at the end before I started the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's that same, it's that same sound. Check out that. The scream bark is that the next one maybe but the whole audio changes in that it's like like there's like normal sort of background noise and it just cuts out and then there's that like slurping sound or whatever the hell it is yeah that's yeah. bizarre that's really weird. Um, then there's this one this is why I was. This is why it took me so long was because I found all this stuff and really didn't think I had anything. And uh, you got a windscreen on your mic? On my no, uh-uh, no, no, no. I pulled the wind down in that noise noise reduction in that, so it gives it that tinny quality. Okay. So that's, uh, I mean, the wind, it was weird because the cold front was coming in. So it's very. So yeah, the two, they're pretty low. And again, those aren't edited like those, like those straight up. So that's why Mm -hmm. the reverb is so high because of the wind. Yeah. Dude, that was rough. Yeah. That, that, what I just said. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's creepy. I mean... So the funny thing is I called I called Josh this afternoon because he's a you know he's a South Texas woodsman and I was just like okay just not going to say anything just send it to you and I sent him that first one that I sent to you the like one that I have labeled like clean and uh he was like do you have like leading up to it and and I was like, yeah, and I mean, it just, it's almost like if you're looking at the file, it's still pretty low. You can hear it faintly with the naked ear, but, um, but then by the time that he got around to sending those, I just said, that sounds like something that would attack a person and they'd think a mountain lion did it. Because <laughs> it does, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's, and that was you just standing outside at night there. Yeah. That was the last file that I had recorded. Um, and that's why it ends with me just being like, man, there is some weird shit going on out here because it was one of those things where it's like, I can hear stuff, but I can't hear, mm-hmm. you know, like I can't decipher what's going on. And 
with the other I thing, mean, I was completely creeped out at that point. I always have to make this point. Like, so when you're listening to this stuff, you have to imagine the difference of being at a rock concert, a live rock concert, and how that sounds versus listening to a recording of a live rock concert. Right. When you're out there and you're recording this stuff, some of this stuff is so loud and so in your face and so there. And then you go back to the tape and it's just not that impressive to the listener. So you have to keep that in mind. Some of this stuff, when you're out there, one of these things uh, near that place called Harry Springs one night, I was walking down the road and it something snapped a tree. I mean, it sounded like it had to be six, eight inches in diameter. Just crack and it was like dynamite going off it was that loud stopped me in my tracks scared the heck out of me and the recording of it is nothing it's like you know I'm, i had the recorder running and you just cannot hear that you know you can hear it but it's just not impressive at all and because it's, it's the difference of being there and and capturing stuff on, on recording yeah and to be honest with you i think i meant to say today in that file that or in that last episode that, you know, you may want to put your headphones on at the end mm-hmm. just because a lot of that stuff, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Even here. So I have like a sound bar that I use as like, and it'll pump just whatever is coming out of my computer. If I let it or I run it through the Mac, mm-hmm. but I also have like the beats that I'll put on and do the noise, noise cancellation. And it'll sound completely different. I mean, I don't get the reverb or whatever, you know. So, I mean, that matters. But yeah, I was that was that that was why I was asking if you had uh, that audio really shocked me because I didn't think any of that was there mm-hmm. or I either. Just I don't know. The rock throw thing was like in my face, you know. It was like it made some noise, like it sounded like a voice. And then I turned, like I stopped, and then it hits right in front of me, the rock, and then it goes, you know, or whatever that is. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Weird, weird, weird stuff woods with Tim Renner. We got to go someplace together at some point and see what happens. I know, man. I, you know, I, I would have driven up there had I not you and your family thought that I was going to give you like the Texas smallpox or something. (laughs) Uh, Uh, my medicine had my immune system so crushed during COVID. I was pretty much. Yeah. And I mean, that's understandable. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably. Let's just keep our fingers crossed about the situation to the North of us. And if that's the case, then I'll be, you know, in the car heading up that way. Um, at some point soon. And I'll just, we'll just make time to swing by for a, jaunt in the woods i would love it i think that the other may kind of freak out if we're both there at the same time i, I want to see what happens because we've definitely found that like different combinations of people kind of do different things so it'll be fun to find out what happens i, I need to get to texas i have a lot of people i need to see down there but i'm not coming in the summer yeah no it would be worth it and you know just know you you got a place here, man. You got the whole the whole upstairs if you want it. So anytime you're more than welcome. And this is uh, I mean it's not central Texas, but it's centrally located, and the highway systems are. And we're two hours from to you. Two hours sounds like a haul, huh? <laughs> it's just a different ball game down here, you know. I mean, two hours. I can be in Philadelphia. I can be in D.C. I can be in uh, most of the way to New York. I can be, yeah, two hours does a lot on the East Coast. but uh, Yeah, yeah, it does. But there are also all those people you have to deal with. And, I mean, that once you get out of the, once you get past Fort Worth that way, I mean, it's pretty sparse. And that's a really nice thing. And there's a lot of open spaces. But meaning that, you know, who who would you be coming to see? Um, well, you and and TJ and uh, mm. there's mm-hmm. a guy named Jeremy who I've had on the show, uh, who's uh, has some pretty interesting encounters. He said he'd take me out to his place. He's the one that saw the uh, the Bigfoot with the 
eye glow that changed colors while he's watching it. So it looked like Christmas lights changing colors. So fucking weird. Yeah. Like the hue lights behind me. <laughs> the Bigfoot hue lights. So that would be a nice layup to have. Hmm. Um, yeah, man. TJ was really, really fucking cool, man. Like, uh, he, he was, he got me through those first couple episodes and was just like, dude, keep firing and uh, really appreciated it. And, um, I'm looking forward to, he said he's going to be up here in July, maybe even, I don't know. He said he's going to be up here soon. So I told him we'd definitely get together. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah. And I mean, if you want to come here and go down South, I mean, I can go to Galveston with you any day of the week. Awesome. Let's do it.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.